Steph's in the City is up next. But first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. <clears throat> A lot of anchors do that. <clears throat> Are you ready? Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. Let's do it again. What? That wasn't good. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hi, I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. Back to you on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. I need an agent. The Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Well, we're recording on New Year's Eve. This yeah. Will pro- hopefully it'll come out today. If not, maybe tomorrow. We got about nine and a half hours of 2019 left. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I told you. I'm I- totally fine with it. Are you? <laughs> Bye, I was bitch. having such anxiety like this morning, like super anxiety. And it's kind of funny because I almost... I went so let me backtrack a little over the weekend I met the original dishing bitches I saw you guys had a little lunch yeah, yeah. so Sarah Lisa and Ed and I hadn't seen Sarah in over a year I hadn't seen Ed obviously yeah, in no over way. a year at least I had seen over the summer because we went to that Bulls game or like in the spring um, we went to Manny's Deli. I had never been to Manny's Deli. So we were there and we eat and we're getting ready to go. I'm like, let me go pee because I got a long ride home. And I go to the bathroom and I come back and there's like two mints on the table in front of me. And I pop them both in my mouth because I'm like, oh, obviously I must have like corned beef breath or whatever. Pop them in my mouth. And Lisa's like, they're weed. They're weed. (laughs) And I like spit them out. And I'm like, oh, my. She's like, you never would have made it home if you would have. Like, thank God I didn't chew them or anything. That's funny. You put both in your mouth? Because I just thought they were regular mints. They're like... Uh, like ice did she bring them for you or for ed i think for just in general yeah yeah yeah. and so of course well tomorrow we'll be able to get (laughs) our own well and i tell my kids and they're like that's a felony and i'm like oh my god (laughs) it's not like i'm high or anything like they were cracking me up that's funny so yeah so (laughs) i almost had weed mints you think that uh (laughs) made you paranoid or something no i don't think so i don't know what it i think it's just the end of the year like i feel like i probably didn't really get much accomplished um looking toward next year like i i I sat down with my financials and i'm like fuck like i don't like this like so um i don't know i really don't know what was giving me anxiety but i was having it big time this morning so just getting out shoveling the snow being active um, trying to think of what else. I didn't Do have any caffeine. Yoga. I did my essential oils. There you so, go. um, yeah, I'm feeling better now. And, and I know I have a lot of stuff and I think like what's coming up next on our, <laughs> on our topics, like I think just knowing all of these superstitions, I think that got me a little anxious too. Cause I'm like, okay, I need to do this. I need to do that. <laughs> so before I left the house, I put coins on all of my windowsills that I could reach um, I have polka dot underwear on. I have a brand <laughs> Is that part of it. Yeah, well, yeah, I have a brand have new bra on. 
Um, I think I have stripes. Is that bad? <laughs> I, you'll see on our list it said uh, yellow underwear, red underwear, polka dots, or checkers. Shit, I have black and white striped. Uh-oh. We'll get a Sharpie and make them into checkers, and I then you'll have be other okay. underwear upstairs. I'm, <laughs> well, I have a place where I'm dog sitting. So. I have a pair of yellow ones Limited. in my bag. So. And I realize I don't have the sex position book. Uh-oh. Well, that's okay. I didn't think oh, about it. Oh, I have a horoscope. Sex positions for Perfect. the horoscopes. Okay. Yeah, so we'll do that. That'll be the last one of the year, and we'll just pick up next year. Um, but yeah, so I think maybe all of this has to do with why I'm feeling a little anxious. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, that's when you're just thinking about all that stuff. That's a lot. It is, but yeah. I'm not normally an anxiety person. And you I know, never when you was that, until like this year. Really? Yeah, I don't know what the yeah, fuck Yeah, it was it like is. this waiting for the other shoe to drop yeah. feeling. And I'm like, what the fuck? What is going on? I'd say the last six months, yeah, I've been such an anxious person. And I never got anxiety. Like, I never understood when people are like, I'm just anxious. It's like, oh, my God. But <laughs> I absolutely get it now. There you go. Karma, right? Yeah, you for sure. Sympathetic. Yeah, well, you, you just... Yeah. I feel like I'm an empathetic person, but I didn't yeah. really understand that feeling mm -hmm. until, yeah, recently. It's it's horrible because it you like just got to get your mind off of it. You got to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. pinpoint why. Um, I, I'm one of my astrology sites. Someone said that the moon is in Pisces right now, so um, everybody's feeling like sleepy and sad and crying and i didn't really feel that yesterday i was crabby but well I, I finally got my period after three and a half months oh geez so i think i was extra <laughs> i got a christmas edge. eve i was like oh you're like it's a christmas Santa. miracle because i was kind of worried like what the fuck i know like that pcos i you know sometimes right. it's a long time between but I like took a pregnancy test. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it was negative, obviously. Yeah. But then the girl at work is pregnant and she's like, yeah, I took a test and it was negative. But then I ended up being pregnant. I'm like, wait, that can happen. Yeah, don't <laughs> shut <me>. up. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, yeah, especially so in like the week before Christmas, I was feeling like that because yeah. my hormones were so fucked up right. after. Well, and I'm on that like last week before the sugar pills. Mm. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, just feeling funky. I'm ready for 2020. We've got, yeah, I'm ready for 2020, but I got to do all these superstitions. All right, That's let's the hear them. Let's go. Well, we got to do what's popping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I hit the wrong one. make money move. It's what's popping. This was popping, Cardi B. I wonder which ones of these superstitions does Cardi B like go by? Um, hmm. So we have, I guess we can take turns and read them together. Yeah. So uh, this very first one at midnight, and this is a Spanish um, superstition, but a lot of people do it. And I guess they're saying, so at midnight you eat 12 grapes and it, and a, it kind of carries over into the Latin community, not just Spanish, but like Mexican, South American. You eat 12 grapes and each grape is for um, one month of the year. And you're supposed to make a wish as you eat each grape. Now, if you're like a wonderkind and you can, um, you know, have a pen and paper there or remember, they say that 
if like the first grape is super sweet, it's going to be a good first month. If the next one's kind of tart, it'll, you know, Hmm, so like based on what the grapes taste like, uh, that will kind of tell you how the months will flow. And because the shape of the grape is round, like a coin is round, it also signifies good fortune. So I got the grapes. I'm going to do that. I think I have grapes here. All right. And then the next one I think is kind of funny. And I don't know if it's like where it originated at. But if you lift your left leg at midnight on New Year's Eve. So then when it, you know, turns into New Year's Day, you'll be starting off the new year on your right foot. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> you want to read the next one? Sure. So. Eat a bite, a bite of black-eyed peas for good luck. Turn up or collard greens for money. So I don't think I'm doing any of that. But I'm gonna get some black-eyed peas just for the hell of it, because I t- I told you I'm doing like everything. But if you don't like the greens, the turn up or collard greens, you can get cabbage. My parents used to eat some fish, and now I can't think of the name. Oh yeah, my well, my cu- oh yes, herring. Yeah, pickled they herring. herring. Yes, Blech. that I didn't put that on here, but yeah, a lot of people were yeah, saying that they was would ours. Eat herring. And you, they would do that and hold silver. Yes, those were our superstitions. So, um, but the funny one is this one. I never realized. Yeah, this. I didn't know this. Uh, do not eat any poultry on New Year's. Otherwise, you'll be scratching all year for food. Don't eat crab or lobsters since these signify going backwards or sideways and we always want to move forward. But like crab and lobster, that would be the ideal New Year's Eve. You know what? Wait for January 2nd. (laughs) But I get it with the chicken. Like you're always going to be scratching for money, scratching backwards, scratching for food. Like, Well, this is good. it. It says pork and sauerkraut believed to bring good luck and good fortune in the months ahead. Um, porks on the menu because pigs root forward the same direction most people hope to go in the new year conversely serving chicken on new year's day is unwise because chicken scratch backwards yeah so i'm gonna stop and get i like pork i do too i'm gonna get a pork roast pork chops we're just gonna eat pork all week no chicken um and it's interesting because they said that superstition tradition came from like uh, the pennsylvania dutch so, but I think a lot of people do that. Cause my cousin, she actually was making greens with like uh, pork, pork feet, pigs feet in the greens. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> money in your wallet for wealth next year. So they're saying either wear have money in your wallet, money in your pocket, um, wear yellow underwear for wealth. So right now I have polka dots on, but I have yellow ones in my well, I know bag. I pee my pants a lot. I can make these yellow. <laughs> oh, gross. Does that help? <laughs> you could. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Um, and then the next one is... <laughs> Jump off chairs at midnight. <laughs> yes. So the Danes do this. Believe without feet touching the ground at the stroke of midnight means you will leave bad spirits behind you and jump into a fresh new year. I don't think I'm going to do that one. Cause I think if I stand on a chair and jump, I might hurt myself. So, <laughs> um, and then this one's kind of interesting. I guess you can't go wrong. You can see why I'm, I, I had anxiety. Cause these are a this lot. Is a of, lot. Like, it's yeah. a lot. So put a key, a coin and a piece of bread in a Kleenex and carry it in your pocket all new year's Eve. 
to ensure you have a roof over your head, which is what the key signifies, money, which is what the coin signifies, food, the, which is the bread, and clothing is the Kleenex going into the new year. I mean, that one's easy. Yeah, that's kind of doable, right? Yeah. Um, and the next one is... This one seems like a lot. <laughs> Put what? 12 kinds of round fruit on the table. I know. But I guess if we you have 12 months, round mm. because it means money. Um, most people wear polka dots or checkered again signs for money yeah so i have polka dots on but i mean uh, 12 fruits okay so put some apples oranges um they don't have to be 12 grapes no i don't think they have to be 12 12 kinds of 12 kinds of round fruit shit girl i just put my apples and oranges out there (laughs) i have lemons but are those considered round i guess i mean maybe i don't know I don't know. I'm telling you, this is why I probably have anxiety. This one I'm going to do, too. So on New Year's Eve, you bury a dollar. And when you're burying the dollar in the dirt, you say, I'm burying my poverty. And then go back and dig it up on New Year's Day and say, I'm uncovering my prosperity. And then you can never spend that dollar. So either you can save it or donate it. And the person that made this suggestion says they always just donate their dollar. It's cold out and snowy. You're going to be out there bearing a dollar. And I, then got, un- I got a little bit of dirt here and there. Right by my garage. My neighbor yeah. will probably think I'm nuts putting a dollar bill in a <laughs> You're hole. You're bearing a body out <laughs> there. Um, this is a good one, Steph. This one I need to do. Put yes. a suitcase outside the door for travel. Yes. So they people say if you put that suitcase outside your door you'll be traveling a lot all year round i want to travel all the time red underwear for love throw a bucket of water out the door to get all the bad juju out if you throw a bucket of water outside this means you're throwing your bad luck from 2019 out the door yeah have the house cleaned up good yeah so last night i was yelling at the kids i'm like don't make any dirty dishes bitches put them in the fucking dishwasher and then i'm like i'm not doing laundry i'm not doing dishes like and then i'm this morning i'm cleaning the bathrooms i'm like it can't be good luck to go into the new year with like shitty toilets like so i think maybe i stressed myself out. i think you did it sounds like you did (laughs) um there was something else that i read so i'm gonna throw the bucket of water out which is fine but then it was like a, a witch's uh, spell, which I don't really do spells. And this doesn't seem like a like a true blue difficult spell. But it says um, to uh, that's a different one that it says to go ahead and take um, peppermint oil or even peppermint tea and uh, sprinkle it or like wash your front door down with it. Hmm. And then that, yeah, here, witchy tips. Wash down your front door with warm water and a couple drops of peppermint oil. This will refresh the vibrations and welcome in luck, wealth, and abundance. And if you don't have essential oil, you could just use peppermint tea. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I can, I can do that. And it smell good. Yeah, like why not? And it keeps away um, bugs and stuff. Uh mice and all that they don't Hmm. like peppermint okay yeah so i don't know about around here you said the them dogs like that one rat out oh my god yeah they seem to be gone but there was like rats under their garage they like built the whole thing and the dog kept going over there yeah so i don't know if peppermint they'd be like yeah fuck you thanks for Uh oh see they know we're talking about oh no (laughs) oh boy Stop it. Uh, computer just came unplugged, but I'm good. We may need to. You want to pause? Yeah. Okay. Stop. 
And we're back. We're back. That was a uh, doggy style, real fast. <laughs> um, let's see, Steph. You want to? Well, I told the you next I had one? doggy style on the back porch. <laughs> yeah. I was shoveling, and this dog jumps on me, and he's humping the shit out of me, and I'm trying to get him off, but like. I'm outside in the yard and the neighbors are probably looking out the window like, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah, he's huge. He's like a person. When he gets he's on his big. hind legs, yeah. he's like on me, humping my ass. Kingsley the Labradoodle. Uh-oh, uh-huh. I said his name. I can't say it again. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like saying, what whatever do the kids say? They go, go look in the mirror and say Bloody Mary. Whatever. Yeah, Bloody Mary. Well, somebody said Biggie. Like, say Biggie Smalls. I'm like, what? You kids are no, nuts. No, it's Bloody Mary or um, Candyman. Oh, candy. That was a scary one. Um, (laughs) Too silly. Um, Pass money around and give kisses at midnight. So you'll be blessed with receiving and being able to give money all year. The kisses are for a year full of love and happiness. All right. I don't if I stay home tonight, I'm not going to. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Kiss myself and give myself the dogs. Yeah. Um, This was why I was yelling at the kids last night. Clean the house the night before. Get all your laundry done. Put some money in your pocket. Then this one I don't agree with. But whatever. Somebody's superstition. Let a man be the first to walk in the house because man is the head of the household. And it's also biblical. No. And I'm like, well, I'm the head of the household in my house. Well, I do need to stop home later. So (coughs) maybe I'll do some like smudge spray. Yeah, because it says purify the house with white sage, which I did the other day. Because, hello, we've been blessed with such fabulous weather. I had all the doors and windows open and I'm saging. And it's hilarious because one in the kids' rooms and my son's like, the fuck? I can't fucking breathe. Get out of here with that (laughs) shit. I'm like, well, open your window. It was bad. I smoked out the whole house. Like, I did a good job. Oh. <laughs> um, as the new year, new year rolls in at midnight, have money in your pocket and wear at least one piece of new clothing. Hence the new bra I'm wearing. Although I feel like my boobs are a little bit too big for it. Ooh, okay. It's like a turquoise, lacy bra. But, I, you know, when you get those little... The puffs oh, outside always, the cups. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're Literally like, always. always. <laughs> yeah. um, have cash in your wallet. So I don't know. If you keep your wallet in your pocket, fine. But if you're, you know, a lady, I have cash in my wallet because I played slot machines on Saturday oh, and I won sixty really? bucks. Nice. Yeah, I put in seven and I won sixty. Sweet. Maybe I'll go hit the slot machines. And the, the singles place. were from winning on Christmas Eve. I oh. had a bunch of singles in my wallet from that winning. So yeah. Where are you hitting these slot machines at? Um, we had my cousin uh turned forty on Sunday. Oh, so okay. Saturday night we were at like a bar and Fun. they had slots in there. That's so fun. Like, I'm going to go throw my singles in the slot machine. Yeah. Yeah. $60. So, maybe I'll do that tonight. It That'll fun. be fun. They had karaoke and pool tables. Well, and put some cash and... in your pocket tonight. Okay. Okay. Um, and then this one says put food on your table. So put one piece of meat, fruit, bread, dairy, and sweets. This is, I mean, your whole night, if you do all this, is done. <laughs> like, I think that's why I had this anxiety. This is a lot of stuff. Um, don't take your tree down until New Year's, e- uh, New Year's Day for luck. And then this one, again, I'm going to stop and hopefully I can find it, but a bur- bayberry candle. So if you light it. I don't even it, know what bayberry is. Um, It smells kind of like a pine tree a little bit. It's oh, like okay. a it's a traditional scent at the holidays. Um, so if you get a bayberry candle 
And you got have to light it on New Year's Eve and let it burn into New Year's Day. And it has to burn itself out. You can't blow it out. Well, so burn a house down. Well, if you get like a little tea light or a smaller candle, you don't have to worry about it. Um, and people do it on New, uh, Christmas Eve, too. So it must be lit in one year and it burns into the new one. And it's supposed to be bringing prosperity and good fortune to the household. Um, and it must be allowed to burn out on its own. You can't blow it out. And when you light it, you have to say for a bayberry candle burned to the socket will bring joy to the heart and gold to the pocket. Okay. I like that one. Yeah. I'm down for the gold to the pocket. Um, don't do laundry on new year's day or you'll wash a part of your family away. (laughs) So I guess if somebody had posted, like, could we pick which one dies? Yeah. So I guess if you do laundry Certain person's on... shirts, just <laughs> yeah. so that, yeah. If you do laundry on New Year's Day, then you're going to, like, somebody's going to die in your family. So don't do it. Um, this other one is put a cup of, one cup of dry rice out, and that will represent having food all year long. Um, be happy at midnight, so you'll be happy all year. Put on a happy face. Yeah, I might be sleeping. And then on New Year's Day, do not go out and spend any money. Otherwise, you'll be doing that the rest of the year. So whatever you find yourself doing, like on the strike of midnight, going into New Year's Day. Okay, well, that's fine. But like if you're at work, if you're doing laundry, if you're doing dishes. So you're going to be doing. Yeah. If you're spending money, that's what you're going to be doing all year round. So. All right. I guess I'll I'll just sleep. (laughs) There's our what's popping now that everybody has anxiety and like rewinding going, wait, what candle? What do you say with the candle? I think I'm just going to. I don't know what I'm going to do here. You're so funny. <laughs> like, Come home with me. We'll Set go play an slots. intention for 2020 and be done with it. Yeah. Well, a lot of people were saying like, why even do resolutions? It's if... so stupid. Right. I, don't, I hope right. like that trend is dying. I feel like it is. I don't feel like I need to do a resolution, but I do want to set some personal goals. Yeah, I think goal setting is fine. Right. But yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see. So now, um, because obviously I don't think anybody's going to get their New Year's Eve horoscopes in time. Yeah. I only did ours. Yeah. Uh, so Gemini, you're the life of the party. As I say, I'm going to be sleeping. <laughs> uh, ruling Mercury moves through humorous Capricorn on New Year's Eve, helping you to exercise your quick mind and celebrate with family and friends. You may be keen to celebrate closer to home where people can have audible discussions and catch up from the holiday break. Your conversations are focused on transformation as the sun brightens your eighth house of dramatic change. You're ready to take on an optimistic angle thanks to Mercury's trine with innovative Uranus. Yeah. Uranus. My innovative anus. (laughs) Well, Capricorn. You never know who you can meet on the last day of the year. Status ruling Venus moves throughout insightful Aquarius, helping you to share your ideas with people who inspire you. Well, I'm here with you. So maybe if you go, no, you go play slot, you'll meet someone. (laughs) Make sure not to give too many secrets away during this transit as you could cash in on them later. You're ready to start the year on the right foot thanks to health ruling Mercury's movement in Capricorn. The sun brightens your first house, placing you firmly in the spotlight. Make sure that you ham it up during this competing holiday. You deserve the attention. Well, I'm going to go get pork chops. Does that There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Hamming it up up with the pork. So I have been off all this time off of work. So my hours are fucked up. Like I stay up till three, four in the morning. Then I go to bed. I get out of bed at like one in the afternoon. So this late night 
at like a uh, commercial. So I was wa- it was kind of funny because I fell asleep watching Law and Order mm-hmm. and I kind of wake up and I look at the TV and I'm like, oh, that's my friend Todd. Like he's been on so many Law and Orders and cr- whatever shows. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's Todd. So then I stayed awake a little longer. And then these commercials come on healthywage.com have you heard of this Mm -mm. so this is what they're doing now to get i guess to get people to lose weight they're doing like a a social experiment or like a social weight loss club but you i guess pay money into it and then you lose the weight and then you you earn money back so it's because like diets betting. don't work. They're getting some money. Right. <laughs> so but then on these commercials, they're like, oh, Jimmy lost, you know, 120 pounds. How and long he, did he keep it and, off? And he got $4,000. And I'm like, how much is Jimmy paying into this that he's getting out? So um, the founders are saying they created the company based on inspiration from academic research about financial incentives and then real world experience with office weight loss challenges. So they're saying that it that you know when you're doing it in a group and then there's a money incentive that it seems to work better. I but think people course. will lose weight. I just don't think they're going to keep it off. I think most people regain after some sort of a diet. No, but you think 20 people sign up. Okay, we've all done the weight loss we did challenges. It at work. It work. Yeah. Right. But 20 people sign up, you all put 20 bucks in. There's only one winner, right? Yeah. So everybody's losing money except for one person. Right. But like, so we did it. I didn't join in. Um, I think when you have disordered eating, it's bad to like diet and stuff. No. So, um, but the one girl won. And like immediately went to Popeye's after and then like, you know, like (laughs) stop dieting because it's hard to sustain that. Right. And then it's just really bad when you do that all the time because your metabolism so fucked. Like if you read about the biggest loser people, not one of them kept it off. Yeah. And it's so much harder to like lose weight than again because of what you just did to mm-hmm. your body so no and then diets I, are not good i just you. thought this was interesting because it's not the only one there's like two and three there this healthy wage has other apps but under different names but it's oh, the okay. same company and it all has to do with a financial incentive to lose weight for these people so you know beware folks if you're out there and that's what you're I think just listen to your body yeah I don't know. Yesterday I was like, I'm going to just, you know, do this. No sugar, no grains. And I did good all day. And then later on, I'm like, I need a cookie. I mean, that's what it is when you tell yourself (laughs) you're not going to have something. That's all you think about, you know. Well, I still have all my peanut butter cookies that I made. I'm like, why? Peanut butter is okay. Except for sugar. (laughs) Or sugar. The sugar. So I don't. Was it the last show we were talking about E.T. and the song from E.T.? I think so. Okay, because I was talking to somebody else and I'm like, how do you not remember the E.T.? song i'm like it's neil diamond and the, uh, whoever it was i can't remember if it was I another think I friend i know the song yeah it was another friend or a family member and they're like you're nuts i'm like no there was a song that came out when et came out uh, and i guess i was mistaken because i did think it p- played during like the credits of the movie or whatever but it didn't have it wasn't related to the movie, oh, okay. but yeah, it was ins- it was inspired by the movie. So um, if I'm going to play the song and while we talk, I'll let you listen to the first part of it and I'll just let it keep playing. Or is it?
<laughs> Sounds so cheesy, doesn't it? Come back again. Neil Diamond. I want you to stay next Very time. Neil Diamond. That voice. <laughs> oh, sometimes the world ain't kind when people get lost like you. On the charts, like a, a it, okay, so uh, number five, uh, right? So this was written by Carol Bayer, Bayer Sager and Burt Bacharach when they were married. I mean, I can be into pop music. I think there's pop music that's like popular for right. a reason. This song is terrible. Gonna take a ride across the moon. You don't so, remember this song? No. Well, 1982. What were you? Two, were you born yet? Oh, okay. Two. Wait, when did? E.T. come out then. So I guess I guess Neil, Carol, and Bert like went into the studio and he Neil Diamond was so inspired by the movie that he they wrote the song together. And so you know E.T. has the heart light, right? But I remember I think I went to see E.T. in the movie theater and I would have been older than two. I'm confused. No. I'm are you Googling to see when did E.T. come out? It came out in 82. Yeah. So, um, and it's funny because they wrote this song because they were inspired by E.T. Um, but they actually had to pay Universal Studios $25,000 just to use, like, the idea from the film. Um I, I mean, that doesn't seem like too much for them. But yeah, that's funny that they and it made. Yeah, like you said, it spent it spent four weeks on the top of the adult contemporary chart. And that was ne- one of Neil's Neil's. Well, no, it wasn't one of it was the last top five hit he, he ever was, had. He has way better songs. Turn on your hotlight. <laughs> yeah. But like once you hear it, you just I was like roaming around the house just singing it. And the kids are like, shut up. And I'm like, turn on your hotlight. I don't. <laughs> I don't know that I'll be singing it, but you do. You. It was so popular, and I'm telling you, my mom and her friends were all such Neil Diamond freaks that we had to go and see um, the jazz singer like ten thousand times. What is that? It's a Neil Diamond movie. Oh. Have you never seen that one? No, but I've seen um, Saving Silverman. Okay. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> well, they're like obsessed with Neil Diamond in it, and they have like a band, like well, a cover band. No, we I would sit movie. in the. Uh, my brother was like three or four, and he would just be sitting in the seat going, Today, today, at the end of it, we're coming to America. You remember? Saving Silverman, okay. that's why I know Neil Diamond. <laughs> He's he makes a cameo. Uh, They're like trying obsessed to sing with too. Him. <laughs> Is she? She's behind you. Just yeah, here she's no singing. Crying. 
Um, so New Year, New Yoni. Do you know what a Yoni is? No. It's your vagina. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's the new age uh, word for Yoni. Why Yoni? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a Sanskrit word or what it is, but uh, Yoni is... Uh, so you don't like vag. I do. You know, you do like vag. What, a pussy. You don't yeah, like I don't pussy. Like so Yoni. Um, so it cracked me up because I was like on Sephora. Just, you know, I browse. I'm shopping. And this one product pops up and I'm like, Yoni oil. Holy Yoni is what it's called. Holy Yoni <laughs> oil. And I'm like. How much is it? Oh, I didn't even look. I, you know, it's not that expensive, though. I want to say everything was under $50, these three products that I'm going to talk about. And there's even like a, a package. You could get the Yoni oil and then the sex dust together. Sex dust? Well, I remember sex dust because that was on one of Gwyneth Paltrow's goop uh lists a few years ago but this yoni oil is new and i'm thinking you're not supposed to put anything on i was just gonna say you're not supposed to do that no and this one is it's a so this is the big like keyword now and wellness is adaptogenic adaptogenic and so it's the Shisandra berry extract, Bulgarian rose oil, vitamin E, and sweet almond oil. So I guess the Shisandra berry um, helps improve elasticity and offers antioxidant protection. No wrinkles on your veg. <laughs> no, because, oh my God, when we were doing that um, vampire facial at work, the ladies like, you can do vaginal rejuvenation too. And my boss was like, nope, we're not going there. <laughs> but that's where you like make it tight or something so right? they do the same thing basically they're good they take your blood out they spin it to get your platelets and your plasma separated and then they inject it right back into your vaginal walls but like your vagina doesn't get like wrinkled no i think the mu- well it, i think that it it dries out as we get older right mm-hmm. but then i also think that the the muscles there they aren't you know they're not as tight as they used to be but for some reason, doing this vampire facial, this <laughs> PRP, it it like puts more collagen in there. Who knows? But my boss was like, yeah, no, we're not no, going near vagina, Especially at work. Um, and then Bulgarian Rose, they're saying that the oil has an arousing scent and it soothes the skin. Um, and the other two are just, you know, to help for the, the skin stay soft. So they're saying apply three drops topically and use it for passion, pleasure and daily maintenance. Eh, until I have any issues, I think uh, I'm good there. Yeah, but. I don't understand that. But the sex dust is interesting. Um, it's also an adaptogenic blend of oh the, the crazy words yeah, here shadavari shilajit epimedium shisandra cacao and um maca. maca and they're saying that it targets stress it helps support a healthy hormonal balance and it ignites your creative energy in and out of the bedroom. I don't like that first benefit of Shatavari or whatever. Supports healthy hormonal balance and juiciness. That's so gross. <laughs> they really said juiciness. Yeah, juicy. Ew. Oh, there's too funny. Then the sh- sh- 
Shalajit is used as an aphrodisiac and libido booster. I do not need those. Um, <laughs> the epimedium is also called horny goat weed. Again, ignites desire and sensation. Don't need those either. No. Um, the Shisandra, again, for the blood flow and energy. Cacao stimulates endorphins. And maca is for mood, energy, and healthy sexual function. Just throw some of that shit in a smoothie and be done with it. Don't put it in your veg. Well, so the next one, I thought I might order it, but it do- has nothing to do with your yoni. Um, but it is a- ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. I've, I've had that in smoothies. Yes, actually, and as I've I say heard that. it. I had um, my one friend Mary that I went to Savannah with her and my cousin. Mary was saying that her her doctor that does like the chiropractor, she does the acupuncture and stuff. She said you need to get the ashwagandha and they make teas and stuff out of it. But this um, it's a super herb that helps protect your body from the damaging effects of stress. Um, it's the root and leaf extract and it helps enhance focus, mental stamina, reduce irritability and stress related carb cravings. Right. right. Did I say carb cravings? Carb. Carb cravings. There you go. That's funny. I wanted to order a sweatshirt on, um, (laughs) Etsy. It's like the Barbie logo, like pink, but it says Carby. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, I want that. Oh, that's so cute. I did wear yeah. my um, Steph Got Me for Christmas yeah. uh, John Mayer t-shirt, but it looks like the Slayer logo and it just says Mayer. Yeah. So I wore that. I actually wore that to Manny's when I went oh, out to breakfast fun. the other day. Yeah, I liked it. I felt cool. I'm glad you liked it. Um, So we've got some feng shui things. And I read this. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to do some of these. You got to change some stuff C- up. Kind of. And I think because it's a new year like change things up do some new things to your home to your life um and i have a lot of these that i'm doing right now and i shouldn't be so um don't put a mirror in front of your bed i have two mirrors you just in have front one of my above bed. your bed yeah i like those shady motels with the mirrors <laughs> above the bed now, so I guess it says if sleeping is an important part of your lives and you, we should protect our sleep from things that can bother us. I don't think I have a mirror in my room now. I used to. Well, there's a belief that a mirror situated in front of your bed is a very bad idea. Hmm. Um, all of these ideas are based on uh, on the fact that a mirror might be a portal between our world and a spirit world. So when you're sleeping, your soul can leave your body and stay in the mirror between the worlds. Or a soul of a dead person can capture your body. This is scary as fuck. Um, And it also says, according to another belief, if you have a significant other, that having a mirror in front of your bed can cause your spouse to cheat. (laughs) Oh, God. Could you imagine? I cheated because of the mirror. The mirror made me do it. So I think I'm going to move my mirrors in my bedroom. Yeah, it sounds like you should. Um, Don't keep chipped dishes. So they say um, dishes are a symbol of a family's welfare. Chipped dishes, particularly cups, can cause bad luck in your house. No matter how much you love a certain cup, if it's damaged, you shouldn't drink from it. Otherwise, you can unintentionally welcome troubles into your home. Drinking and eating from cracked dishes is not good for your health because you can hurt yourself or eat harmful bacteria. Which That's why I get rid of it because I'm such a... like accident prone i'd end up like cutting my tongue well, or and something. i have i probably have like 24 plates in my in my cabinet just because we used to entertain a lot so i know for a fact there's like one or two chip plates but it's like underneath you can't really see it but part of me is like i'm just gonna get rid yeah. of those yeah. and maybe look for some new dishes so um put water out of your bedroom 
So when decorating your bedroom, don't put pictures with the image of water, no oceans, no seas, no lakes, not even puddles. Anything of this nature should not be represented in your bedroom. Images of water can cause illness and lack of vitality. Hmm. It could be harmful to keep water in opened vessels in a bedroom as well. I always have a glass of water on my nightstand. Always. Um, So you shouldn't particularly place fountains because running water symbolizes money loss. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never knew that. Um, if your pipes are damaged and leaking, call a plumber as soon as possible because <laughs> you're going to be losing money. Um, what's the next one, Steph? Oh, uh, refrain from having certain plants. So if you have a bonsai or a cactus, um, get rid of them. You shouldn't have them in your home because those plants themselves are stunted and they can't symbolize growth. Uh, Any plants with prickles, except for roses, attract bad luck to your home. So put plants with broad, succulent green leaves in your house. So no cactus? No, I killed that last one I had. I don't know. I overwater it or don't want... Cactus plants and myself are Mm. not... I have a lot of aloe in my house. I have a palm tree. I have a couple of hibiscus trees. Yeah, it sounds like those are the good ones. I think I'm doing okay. And then this is something like we've gone to these crystal shops and shows and they tell you put this by the front door, put this by the back door. Feng Shui specialists say that all crystals bring energy into your house. Um... But to the crystals should not be by your doors or your windows in your home. Hmm. So um, that crystals will actually take the energy and keep it inside themselves. So if you want good energy to come into your house, don't have the crystals there because the crystals will attract it and keep it. Does but that, like the black tourmaline. That repels the energy. Yeah. Yeah. The so bad I feel energy. like that one is okay, but yeah. not like all your crystals. Um, you can place a crystal near your window where it deflects sun rays and, and you can see a re- rainbow as a result, but only put one crystal there. There's no need to have a bunch of crystals. I have my prosperity corner with all of my crystals there. So maybe I need to switch it up. Um, the next one is don't hang a calendar near the door. Um, And I get that, I guess. Energy gets in your dwelling through the front door and it changes according to the objects that are situated near it. So if you're putting a calendar there, um, especially if it's on the wrong date or the wrong year, that it kind of throws off the balance of the energy. And then you notice people like always have elephants and turtles. I do. I love elephants. You do. You have, have quite a, lot a few of elephants. Yeah. I have. Turtles. I have a couple things. I like turtles, but I'm an elephant person for sure. I think my kids have turtles in their rooms, like little turtles that my. Well, our yoga studio, Ganesha, mm-hmm. that's the elephants. Right. And the, right. The Buddha. I have an old, old elephant. It's got to be from like the 30s or 40s. It was my grandma's, and it it. It's almost like a door stopper because it's super heavy, but it's like a metal elephant on like an ivory base. Yeah, yeah. I should probably have it appraised. I just have it sitting next to my fireplace. And then I do have like a little wooden elephant on the countertop, like by my Himalaya salt lamp. But they're saying that elephants and tortoises are celestial animals that are guardians of good energy. I Uh, I can't talk. I I need caffeine. Um, You can use turtles for protection and boosting positive energy. Put turtles by your back door of your house for protection. Um, And if you put a turtle which is black colored and made of metal in the north, it will help your career to thrive. Well, we better go shopping for some black turtles. Mm -hmm. Um, 
<clears throat> you can put a small statue of a turtle any in any other place that needs stability. If you bring an elephant or several statues of elephants home, uh, good energy will prosper in your dwelling. Elephant symbol, good luck, fertility, protection, and wisdom. Um, fertility. No, we don't want that. that. <laughs> um, Gotta then, get it out of my bedroom, I guess. What else will bring uh, wealth and happiness to your family is a laughing Buddha. Put this in the west part of your home. It brings health and good luck. I do have a Buddha statue. I don't think it's laughing, though. I need a laughing one. I do, too. Uh, grow a money tree. As you already know, stunted trees shouldn't be placed in a home, but money trees are the opposite. This plant has wide, round leaves, which are very succulent. A money tree at home will bring material wealth to your dwelling and, of course, more oxygen. John Doyle, our friend, is very into money trees. Yeah, we're going to have to like have him come do like Yeah, a, he's got his whole secret uh, garden room now. Feng shui our houses up. Oh, and the then plants. here's something I'm going to do tonight, even though I don't really have a relationship, but I'm just saying it, it'll help my well-being. A red lantern in your bedroom symbolizes warmth protection, love, and energy, positive energy. If you bring that red lantern into your bedroom. That's a whore's room. <laughs> red lantern. A red lantern. I have a red lantern, but it's just in my living room up on a shelf. Hmm. So I'm like, I'll put it in my room. Uh, it positively influences your well-being and relationship between partners. Also, it also um, influences longevity. So. Like in the bed or in your relationship? I just think in general. Okay. <laughs> so you don't um, need those little what are those things? What do you put on the wiener? Oh, oh, cock ring. Yeah, they have a new thing though. I guess while we're talking about it, we can. No, you just have the red lantern and you're good. Yeah, but no, there's a. <clears throat> my kids listen to that barstool sports. Remember we've talked about that. If you listen to barstool, they have so many like, you know, like uh ed stuff that they talk about like do you not get a boner you can do this to help your dick they know like, their audience that, yeah that that's all they talk about is like dick stuff so i don't even know where i went i think i was like working on show notes and i'm like roman swipes and joey's like yeah those help you get a boner and i'm like how do you know and he's like it's a, they have that commercial all the time on barstool but you see podcasts Right. And pay attention to those commercials. So um, Roman swipes are single. So fellas, if you want to go into the new year with strong like bull, um, <laughs> you can get Roman swipes. They're single use wipes. They're about the size of your average condom. Each package contains a small amount of benzocaine, which is an anesthetic to commonly used in topical pain relief products. Um, and if you wipe it on the head of your penis, it'll allow you to last longer without completely numbing your penis. Hmm. So basically, you still feel everything, but it's to help you stay harder longer. You put it on there. What if you wear a condom? You put the condom on then? Uh, that was a question that uh, Roman swipes are safe, safe to use. Um, <clears throat> shit. It was Roman swipes. Roman swipes. I don't know. Uh oh, it was on here. This is seriously like four pages of information on the it Roman swipe. Um uh, yeah, look and look through it and see what it says. Um but I thought it said that it was okay with condoms, just don't use um just don't use lubricant that wasn't safe with condoms. So all right, so while you're looking for that, 
we are in a different location today and unfortunately do not have our position of the day. Yeah, book. I don't, have, I, don't know, I should just carry it in my bag. Huh? That's okay cuz I have a perfect position for every zodiac sign right now. Okay. Um and I got this off of Adam and Eve because they sent me a happy birthday email for, with discount to get sex toys. And then it said something Tell about we'd horoscope. Like, we'd like them to be on the show <laughs> if they want to um Sponsor. I well, yeah, I gotta hit that. Maybe I'll hit up Roman swipes too. You never yeah. know. Um, so sex and astrology. Here we go. Perfect position for your zodiac sign. Maybe we should play some sexy music with this. Uh, you want me just to sing in the background? I have kind of a a hoarse voice, so maybe I could sing some. You're Gumby, damn it! I was uh. I moved shit around on my out computer two nights too. in a row. So God forbid my old age, my voice. There we go. Yeah, we'll just play this while we read it. All right. So Aquarius. It's more about the fun for Aquarius. This star sign loves to add technology to lovemaking. What? For even more shared erotic thrills. So Aquarius, your position is kneeling doggy. So you can both watch a video and add a vibrator to her clit for pleasure. Just reach around and do it. Pisces. Romantic Pisces are pros at reading body language. Each Pisces is full of compassion, a literal sponge for emotions. <laughs> Nothing gets past them. Put that intuition to the test with some role-playing fantasies, then slide up into deep, intimate spooning and maximum body contact. Ed. Ed. Um, Aries. Goal-oriented Aries likes to take charge between the sheets, and that means quick decisions in the heat of the moment. I like Aries. Uh, best sex <laughs> position, reverse cowgirl. He can control the thrusting and penetration, and she can find her sweet spot by adjusting the angle of her back. Okay. Uh, Taurus, it's got to be central for Taurus, and if that means a set of tried and true positions that always work, then so be it. Because it's all about the intimate connection. Winged victory missionary will have you both flying. Winged victory. So you're missionary, but your legs are spread out like okay. wings. Um, you will have you both flying, gazing to each other's eyes, kiss and nuzzle. Just don't forget the candles and some berry white on the playlist. <laughs> Adam and Eve. All right, Adam and Eve. Are you ready for Gemini? Yes. Let's Gemini hear it. likes choices and a full menu of options when it comes to doing anything. And Gemini loves the research and fun trying anything at least once. With Gemini, you can you can bet it won't be like the last time. The more foreplay, the better. A sex toy, try too. Warm up with sexting and be sure to try this position along the way. What's the position? I really, I'm thinking. It's just saying everything? Uh, everything. All right. So, yeah, you got to figure that got one it. out. Uh, cancer. They give and give and give some more. Cancers really get off knowing exactly what it is you want and how best to give it to you. So take it all. You won't be sorry. When things <laughs> heat up, it's time for oral sex to give her the multiple orgasms you know she needs. And everyone knows there's no such thing as a bad blowjob. <laughs> uh, Leo, you like to show off and strut your stuff. Can this be considered exhibitionism? 
maybe uh, treat your Leo like a queen or a king and you can't go wrong. It's show and tell with a wank fest. Hello, my Leos do that. Um, <laughs> masturbate for your partner. Be sure to include pointers and how to's. And for extra spice, photograph it, but then destroy the evidence. I have video. Um, Virgo. <laughs> there's no beating around the bush with oh so direct and blunt Virgo. Just tell me what you want is a familiar refrain. Perfect for simple spontaneous sex. Walk over to the shower, get the water nice and warm, then tell Virgo it's time for standing doggy. You'll both come clean. I like that one. <laughs> you got to get yourself a Virgo. <laughs> I'm too short, though. I'd have to get, make sure I have like one of those shower chairs to stand on. <laughs> Sounds um, all dangerous <laughs> in the water. Yeah, that's true. Slipping. Yeah, smack stuff. your head. You fall down. I'm going to eat all of your that's Reese's okay. Pieces. That's okay. That's why I brought them. Libra. For Libra, the effort and orgasms are equally shared. These equal opportunity romantics also go gaga for natural beauty on the beach, in the woods, everywhere. I would like to do that. Um, like Which a one? In the woods, in a boat, <laughs> in the tree, I don't care, in the car. Um, like a mirror image, the bended knee position is where you'll both see each other eye to eye and take in the scenery too. He thrusts, she bounces, both come, all one. So that so was she's on top of him. Bended knee position. Okay. Uh, Scorpio. In public, Scorpio can be very, very private and secretive about what they really, really want. Inside, though, there's a ready to tap, well deep with emotions and take charge behavior. Best Scorpio sex position? Anything, babe. Anytime, any place. <laughs> Just be sure to mix in a generous cupful or two or three of kink. All right. Kinky Both of our brothers being Scorpios makes it always weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have I have a story about that. Sagittarius <laughs> with free, open, and spontaneous spirits. Sages are excited to shoot their arrows in new and adventurous ways. Standing doggy style is perfect for both sexes because Sagittarius loves doing it outdoors without being seen or getting caught. Um, do it and watch for interlopers. And then last but not least, Capricorn. Caps. It takes a little more talk and convincing to get Capricorn to try anything, which is, uh, that is not me. <laughs> uh, They're just trying to get to know you better so they can trust you to do anything. You heard right. Capricorns tend to be passive. You'll need to be not passive. So, you know. Aggressive. Yeah. Be assertive. Assume your authority, break out the wildest sex toys, fetish gears, and let the games begin. All right. See, I like that. I like all that. Uh, so those were our positions of the day, well, of the of the decade. Of the decade. Of the new decade. All right. So we've got some Andy stuff next, and then we're, we'll get into some fun stuff there. Here we go. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. Happy New Year from the Strays. Uh, if you like that and you like Estelle's voice, find the Strays all over the internets, the interwebs. Um, so my five things. Uh-oh. She's getting props out. 
Oh, is this the one that like makes you like really freak out? I haven't tried it yet. That's what I want to do for New Year's Eve. <laughs> um, so my cousin, the G wand. It, she gave me the G wand. It's a G spot vibrator. Oh yeah, open it. Oh, yeah. it hasn't been used. All I did was stuff. I'll look at the back in the picture. Can, I don't need to be touching the box. Your just flips open. Oh well, believe me, I'm gonna it's clean it before I use it. Flexible tip. So it's kind of like a J shape. So you seven have, intense patterns. Yeah, this isn't the one with the sucker though, right? No, that's <laughs> the one that they I talk about being like one. crazy. Yeah, that it has like a little like a suction cup. It on also the end comes of it. with a soft luxury lint free storage bag. Well, that's if you open it up and I'm look. good. You're so funny. <laughs> I'm good. I don't need to open it. Uh, I haven't charged it yet, so I need to get home after I go shopping for my pork chops. It lasts an hour so and a half gross. to two hours when fully charged, and it's waterproof. Oh, nice. I cleaned the tub today. Guess who might be in it later? <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious that my cousin, yeah, I'll play this. It's a good oh, yeah. gift. She got me. A, she, well, it's cute because she like... She pulled me to the side and she's like, you can't open this in front of all the kids. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I know it's going to be something good. And so I opened it and I guess she got the same one. She's like, it's so good. She's like, it, yeah. she goes, it works really fast, really fast. I'm like, OK. My friend got married last year and she had said like previously she never used a vibrator. She's never oh, had one. Really? Yeah. So, of course, I had to go get her one. But then, like, in her thank you note, she put something like, I'll think of you every time I use it. And I was like, oh, my oh, God, I'm no. going to kill you. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it, it's a good gift. It is. I just got to make room. I got to clear out another yeah. drawer because yeah. one drawer is already full. <laughs> All right. So then the ne- if you stuff, you're going to be home. Like, do you have Netflix over here? Yeah. OK, so you need to go on Netflix and you need to watch Dolomite is my name. Is it good? It is so good. So here. Dolomite is my name and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. Yeah. And then here's the original Dolomite. I didn't know it was a. Oh, the Dolomite is my name and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I did not know that it was based on a true story. So, um, oh my gosh, why can't I remember the guy's name? I want to say his name was Dolomite like Ray. Dolomite is his name. No, well, Dolomite was his stage name, but it was like Ray Ray or something like that. And it, this was back in the day with the black exploitation movies. And I mean, it it is Eddie Murphy does such a good job. And those were movies I watched back in the day. Not so much like the black exploitation, but like the stupid cheesy movies where everybody knew Kung Fu and there's a hot chick in the fast car and you know, it was like just kind of B movies, like kind of cheesy plot lines, but a lot of like fighting and crazy outfits. The like, black exploitation. Yeah, but I don't, I don't remember if they were necessarily black or just like cheesy kung fu movies. I can't remember. But when I saw this with Eddie Murphy, I'm like, oh my god, I love this. And at the, I, so I wandered around the house for a few days, saying, "Dolomite is my name, and fucking up motherfuckers is my game." <laughs> and the kids are just like, "Please, mom, stop." It looks you like know. the original is on um, Amazon Prime too, if you want to. Well, and it's funny because if you watch the Eddie Murphy one, and then. Like they have like little clips at the end of it of the original and the outfits were the same. Like they really worked hard to get it pretty spot on with the original. So I just thought it was really good. People are talking about Eddie possibly getting awards for it. And I, I think he deserves one. It really was a good movie. Um, 
Wesley Snipes is in it. There's a lot of people that you wouldn't expect to be in there. Wesley was kind of funny. It was just kind of like a stone kind of drunk kind of guy and he'd just be like <laughs> whatever yeah it was interesting um and then on christmas day i don't know if you remember how warm it was we're it in was chicago like 60 degrees. it was like 60 degrees so i'm gonna turn this up a little bit and um so you can hear this you hear all the birds chirping Kids are outside playing in the street. It sounds like a summer day. The car, right. I was just amazed that that was. Yeah, we was, were outside playing. That that, but that was Christmas Day. And, mm-hmm. I, and I took that recording from my bathroom while I was sitting on the potty. Oh, um, good thing you didn't hear any like. <laughs> well, I think I went in there to pee and I had the window open and I'm like, oh my gosh, this sounds like a spring or a summer yeah, day. Yeah. Like the kids were outside in the street playing and the birds were chirping and you hear the cars going by. It was just. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, I this loved is, it. Yeah, because my birthday was really warm Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then the day after Christmas was like the warmest yeah. day. Oh, yeah. I vacuumed out my car. I wore flip flops for almost a whole week because it was so warm. <laughs> yeah, it was so I nice. wore flip flops. I didn't Christmas wear my Eve. coat like no. at all. Oh, my God. I just had to drag it out to come over I know. here. I was yeah. like, oh, this sucks. I didn't bring boots here. So when I walked the dogs earlier, I was like in my g- gym shoes. Do you want like, me to leave these boots? Oh, no, I'm going to I'm, I'm, I'm be running home um and then number four on my list is season two of you i haven't watched it yet is it good um it's not as mixed reviews yeah it's not as good as the first one um and it's slow moving most of the season two it's a little slow moving but there's they throw you a couple twists at the end and that really grabbed me and i was like oh Okay, so, um, but on my list from that show is like the the new girl, the new love interest. She's got like a group of really eclectic friends. A lot of them are gay, um, and she has this like gay best friend who, I guess, he does like yoni massages. <laughs> and I'm like, that's what I need. I need a gay best friend that like does the best yoni massages. <laughs> what? You'd be okay with him like massaging your vag i don't know it's like therapy no yeah it's like going and getting a massage yeah but i wouldn't want my friend to do it on my vagina (laughs) i'm just saying i'm like that's handy to have a gay friend that can do that don't look over (laughs) here so when you watch it though you'll have to let me know what you think yeah i have to watch Um, it yeah i mean you could probably do a whole bunch of stuff while watching most of the season it's toward the end that you're just like oh and it kind of grabs you. Okay. But most of it is kind of kind of boring. Did you get to watch Saturday Night Live? I did. Oh, okay. So I have a little bit of Eddie Murphy doing um, Gumby because I, I love him doing Gumby. Well, I have him doing Mr. Robinson, too. Where the frick is my Gumby? Here's my Gumby. Focus. What the hell is going on here? Hey, give me a chair out here right now. I want to sit down, you oh bastard. Move me a chair here. You got it's Gumby. They know who the hell it is. I'm Gumby, damn it. What are you doing here? What am I doing here? The question, Michael Che, is how the hell are you going to put on a show and not have me in the show until now? I should have been in every damn sketch from the top. I'm the one that made that Eddie Murphy a star. He was just a regular coon boy till I saw him. Do I like him? <laughs> well, we just thought people wouldn't know who you were. 
How the hell are people not going to know who I am? I'm Gumby, damn it. I, let me tell you something. I saved this damn show from the gutter. And it's thanks to me. This is the thanks that I get for saving the show. Shame on you, Lauren Michaels. Shame on you, NBC. Shame on you. All right, Gumby, Gumby, just calm down. Calm down. Don't tell me to calm down, trailer boy. <laughs> and I got to sit and listen to this black bastard telling me people won't remember who I am. <laughs> you know what? You know why you two are behind this desk? Because your jokes don't have legs, you schmucks. I pass kidney stones with more personality than the two of you. That's a little rude. Face it, kid. The both of you together couldn't Velcro my sneakers. All right, you're not exactly a Christmas character I'm seeing. What the hell do you mean I'm not a Christmas character? Look at me. I'm green. I'm green and all the children love me. The kids love me and I'm a Christmas character, you jerk. <laughs> And Gumby, I just want to point out, you're not hey, allowed... give me a match. I want to smoke this cigar. Yeah. <laughs> you're not allowed to smoke in here, Gumby. Hey, don't tell me not to smoke headshot. I do what I want to do. <laughs> I... So that was Gumby. <laughs> I'm Gumby, damn it. I just love Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he was good. Although I like the beginning when he brought out oh yeah Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, all of them. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, damn it, if Bernie Mac was still alive, yeah. he would have been up there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was good. R.I.P. Tracy Morgan. No, that was such. It was a. I wish he was back on the show. I guess I didn't realize he was only 19 years old when he started yeah. on Saturday Night Live. Like that's really young mm-hmm. to be, you know, have that kind of a talent and and be able to control it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was only on there though for like a season or two. He wasn't on there very long, he right? He became a movie star, right? A recording star. The Clumps. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. Um, and then so that was my number five, I guess. Five I mean, things. yeah, five things that Samandi likes. Uh, what do we have next? We have a song, and we're gonna get kind of, I guess, a little sad at this point, um, because we had a friend of the show. He actually was a really good friend of Ed's, the president of our Radio Misfits podcast network. And Ed's been my friend since, what, I was 15. Um, so throughout the, 15, all the years. 15, hanging yeah. around with all the older people. Yeah, Ed, I think, was 21 and I was 15. But he had a crush on my friend who was older. So it wasn't like Ed was going after little young girls. Yeah, but you had all the old friends. I saying. did. A lot of my friends were older. Um, and so from the time I met Ed, he was always managing different bands. So, um, the one band that his friend Jeff, uh, super fan Jeff Holtorf, he listens to the show. Hi, Jeff. Um, Jeff was in the, a band called The Extras with Mike Heaton. And we're going to play a song from Mike. And tragically, uh, Mike lost his battle with cancer yesterday. So, we're playing this in memory of Mike and just know that his music will live on. R.I.P. Mike. Honey, do we have to fight about the way I never listen? Yes, I'm sure I heard you right. But could you repeat the question? Well, I guess you always thought I did everything to hurt you Like never picking up my side With some way that I could work you And that smells like gasoline It looks like our love is burned Why 
watch it all go up in smoke Watch the years become a joke What's the lesson that I'm learning? I guess I never paid no mind To the way that you were feeling I figured everything was fine Until the day you hit the ceiling And now it smells like gasoline It looks like our house is burning, baby You just stand there with that match You look at me and laugh What's the lesson that I'm learning? gasoline from mike heaton and um again you know if you you want to hear mike's music i mean he's been around for years and he self-described himself as a rock guy that isn't afraid of a little country um he bridged the energy and passion of the best rock and roll with plain spoken emotionally effective lyrics that touched a chord in a lot of people uh so he has a, a big catalog out there and i believe you can just go to mikeheaton.com and find um and that song was brought to you by tweaked audio get headphones earbuds and accessories from tweakedaudio.com enter discount code bitches at checkout for 33 percent <laughs> off your entire order 33 free shipping and free, a lifetime free worldwide shipping <laughs> free worldwide shipping <laughs> and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy tweakedaudio.com tweakedaudio.com not only did i not have my book i didn't have my little you sheet i know you did it you did it from memory <laughs> um if you would like us to play your music which i have a ton in the hopper so i'm gonna do a couple music shows i don't know if we're I don't know. We'll just keep rolling the dice if we keep doing yeah, shows. We'll but I have two music shows, and um, I we just got a bumper crop of songs submitted to us. Ooh. Yes. <clears throat> so if you would like to submit some music for us to play on our show, uh, go to radiomisfits.com, and there is a tab there that says Submit Music. Click on that. Follow directions, follow the prompts, and shoot your music right on over to us. As soon as you send it, it goes right into our it's email gotta box. It's got to make it past stuff. Yep. Um, 
Although we've played some silly ones, like, yeah. you know, cute little turd floating in the <laughs> toilet. Um, so, you know, if it's humorous, we'll play it. If it's awesome, we'll also play it. So go on over to RadioMisfits.com and click uh, Submit Music. Uh, and you can find us. Call us. Nobody calls us, but call us. 312 508 3552. Uh, call us and tell us what your 2020 goals or resolutions might be. That's kind of exciting. Or if you have any like sex toy suggestions. Anything. Or, just call um, Yeah. And then you can also email us, though, at stephsinthecity at gmail.com. We do get email from some fans with uh, topics and information, which is nice. You can find us at Steps in the City on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Come on, people, spread the word, spread the love, contact us. Um, and I'm working on a potential little uh, love in the UK uh, segment oh, okay. with one of Chris Scarf's friends, uh, like a girl that's uh, okay, like around she's our dating age and she's dating okay. over there. Yeah. So um, he cracks me up because he was saying, like, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? Like, And I'm like, well, my kids are going out. He's like, they better not call you at 3 a.m. because they don't feel good going, Mom. And then I'm like, no, they're usually pretty good. He's like, you tell them right away. That I'm planning on being tits up after midnight. Don't bother me, you wankers. And tits was, up? Is that drunk or is that like I, under I the know. sheets or what is that? I'm laying down, maybe right? Like All in right. bed, tits up. I don't. We have to go visit Chris and learn the lingo because we obviously are. Just, I don't know if you want to tell them that, but yeah, I, I did. I told Joey that <laughs> he was just like he's like I want to talk like an Englishman. <laughs> they think it's so cool. Well, that's so. good. Um, and then again, we're going to keep stressing. Uh, we would like some sponsors. So if you would like to sponsor us in 2020, if you go back and listen to episode 42, we talk about all of the statistics that say that uh, advertising on podcasts is way yes. more successful than any other form of advertisement right now. Magazines, newspapers, TV, radio, um, podcasts is where it is. You've got a captive audience. And if, if you know, your podcast hosts are believing in the product then so will your listeners so if you would like to sponsor us uh give us a call at 312-508-3552 or email us at stephsinthecity at gmail.com and we can talk details we can talk we can talk details um we've got some dating We've got Chalu the dog. We'll put. We'll take pictures of the dog. She's dogs a Cavapoo. Oh, is she? Yeah. She's so Cavalier. King Cavalier. King Poo Charles Poodle. Cavalier. Yeah. Aww. She's small and Kingsley's huge. Kingsley's so cute, though. He's not under the table right now. I, <laughs> I like it when he's under the table. So, um, dating. Yes, dating. Michael C. sent us this. Um, so I guess I'm not the only one to get kicked off of dating yeah. sites. Um, Although I did laugh because you thought you saw a couple famous people on yes. dating sites. Well, I matched with Coolio. Did you um, report them then? 
No, huh? Okay. Because I believed it was them. Okay. So I've actually matched with Coolio a couple times. He must come <laughs> to Chicago. Um, but there have been like a couple of comedians. There's like that Jonah Friedman. Jonah. Oh yeah, that was. I've matched him with him. There were a bunch of. Um, uh, co- comedians that come through town that are on Bumble, that are on these dating sites. Um, hella DJs. I can't tell you how many times Tim Virgin. I've like scrolled across Who's that. Him. He's on um, 101 KQX. Okay. KQX. Okay. And it's just so funny to see. And he lies about his age. What cracks me up is what does his age say? Uh, he's older than he's got to be my age, 48 or older, but it's always a younger. It's a younger age. And um, we have a mutual friend and I always send it over and I'm just like, look at this guy. And he's like, oh, my God. Um, and it just came to light. I had my ex-sister-in-law over with her kids. That's when we were talking about the um, the Scorpios. Yeah. So my my br- brother and my ex-sister-in-law are both Scorpios. Their birthdays were only like four days Is apart. Is that why it didn't work out? I don't know. I mean, they did OK <clears throat> for a while. Uh, but he recently broke up with a girl and I guess the girl catfished him. Like she said, the husband died of cancer and uh, the husband wasn't dead. She was still married to him and living with him, but like dating my brother at the same time. So I ran across my brother's dating profile and it was just like a whiny thing. Like you, you should go you out. Found I found his profile because I'm swiping and he's yeah. on there. And it was like. It was hilarious because it it's one of the prompts that Bumble puts like you should go out with me if and it said you should not go out with me if you're lying and you're saying your husband's dead, but you're really still married. And then 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 he says you should go out with me if you believe in romance and love or whatever. And so he showed my ex sister in law, and she, they, her and the kids are like, "That's so stupid." Like, believe yeah. in romance, yeah. And love. But they're like, "Really?" She, she said her husband was dead. I'm like, I don't know. He got catfished <laughs> big time. So like he, you still talk to her? I still, I'm very close with her. Always have been. We're only a couple months apart. My brother married an older woman. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well. And it's funny because my uncle stopped over too. Like I, on Sunday here, I'm like, I, people, I want to shower. I want to brush my fucking teeth. Just have, uh, people just kept coming over. So my uncle stops by and he tells my kids, he's like, I'm going to tell you something, boys. He's like, you got to find an older woman that's smarter than you, but don't let her know she's smarter. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both just looking at him like, okay, thanks. Yeah, Uncle did they Steve. take that as what they should be doing i yeah they're really they're just more into like my oldest he's into his snowmobile and getting his gear and hanging out with his buddies and none of them really have girlfriends the one that had a long-term girlfriend just broke up with her so it's like the boys club they go out and do their thing they blow shit up they build cars and trucks and whatever they want to do yeah and then my younger son none of his one of his friends he has a girlfriend but they're like she's really religious so he's got to like and get engaged to her to get anywhere, I think. Oh, but other than that, none of the other guys have girlfriends either. But they all do like Tinder hookups and shit. So whatever. Yeah. What a, as long as they're being safe and I'm not that's a grandma. The generation. You know? like, yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need no Roman swipes or none of that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so in this in this dating article that Michael C., superfan Michael C., sent over to us, uh, Hollywood legend Sharon Stone, 61, is not happy because she's been blocked on Bumble, the dating app Bumble. 
Um, she was kicked off the dating app. Um, she was trying to find love, just like the rest of us. And um, apparently her profile was removed after it was reported as being fake. And Sharon revealed that some users didn't believe she would be using the app and they reported her profile. And so she went to Twitter begging Bumble to reinstate her. And she wrote on um, Twitter, I went on the Bumble dating site and they closed my account. Some users reported that it couldn't possibly be me. Hey, at Bumble, is being me exclusionary? Don't shut me out of the hive. Um, but also a lot of people were saying, why are you even on Bumble? They have that Raya, Raya, R-A-Y-A. It's for like famous people. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. There's another one too. I can't think of Do you of think we're it. famous enough to get on that one? I think you have to be invited by someone who's already mm. on it. We yeah. gotta find somebody. So people were like, I'll send you an invite to this if you want. Yeah. Like get off Bumble. Yeah. Well, that's kind of weird that she was on there. I don't know. But then that, I, you know, I went out with that one guy who was like, a surgeon and he was on uh plenty of fish or what's one of that? those like yes rent. yeah one of the yeah. the uh okay cupid he was oh on there. yeah yeah and that's kind of like a you know under the radar kind of app i'd say so yeah so who knows i mean maybe hmm. they just think they're gonna get a different variety of people. I mean, Bumble seems to be okay. It seems like everybody on there is pretty much educated for the most part. Uh, they have to be verified a lot of the time, so it's legit. We're okay, Cupid, and plenty of fish. You just get a lot of like trash, honestly. Yeah, I mean that's it's a lot of trash. Although I'm in like you know one of those Facebook groups with like all women, and people are like, "Where did you meet your significant other?" I'm dating. And blah, what do blah. they say? Some people said okay, Cupid, and I was shocked. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So like right now on on um, plenty of fish, I get tons of messages every day, but like. The, okay, this one guy, Mexican Chorizo sixty eight <laughs> is his is his um, profile name. Oh, good God. dude, one fun man, dig farmer. Like, who are these people, right? <laughs> um, that was just like that loves to lick kitty. Don't oh, get yeah. don't get mad, get glad. That's a garbage can, a garbage bag. Slogo or logo <laughs> slogan. <laughs> can't even talk these people have me so <laughs> like oh man i just shot one of my reese's pieces somewhere <laughs> we did talk about et so yeah I, I was wondering if you were doing that to be in <laughs> kind of no that was in santa brought me those um i'm i'm santa just saying i like Sa your santa because i love reese's pieces <laughs> good to know santa will bring <laughs> you some too <laughs> um so i let's see we kind of went through i guess we hit astrology along yeah, with with, yeah. so we can do um this one guy cracked me up the story where is he um <laughs> stuff you can is read. it real it's totally real uh, okay do you want to read it do you want to read it i don't think it's real so this is i titled this news that makes you go pu man whose farts can kill mosquitoes 18 feet away hired <laughs> to create repellent um a man in uganda has this gift um it sounds rather like the prelude to a crude joke, but this gentleman insisted recently that a company is giving him millions to do what comes naturally. 
pass gas. He told the UK Mirror that the manufacturer is paying me millions to harness this bodily function in their efforts to develop a new bug repellent, specifically for mosquitoes. Joe Rama. He's from Uganda. Yeah. He says his far- he's 48 years old, says his farts um, can repel mosquitoes up to six meters away. It all sounds like a prank or fake news, but apparently his claims are legitimate and have been confirmed by folks who live in his community. Um, in Uganda, <laughs> mosquitoes are not the annoying pest that they are in North America. Um, in Africa and other parts of the world, mosquitoes can carry malari- malaria. Yes, a lot of kids die from that. Well, not yeah. just kids, like people in general die from malaria. He says he eats ordinary food, um, just like everyone else, <laughs> but no insect yeah, I can eat, land on him. Yeah, I eat lion liver and giraffe <laughs> testicles. He bathes food. daily. Okay. Um, but his farts are dangerous to small insects. <laughs> <laughs> he declined the na- to name the specific company that's paying him millions, though. Huh. Um, Hey, I'm willing to try it. I get bit up all the time. I should just sit there and fart. I mean, there's some sort of truth to that. I would think we all have like our own body chemistry. And what if there's just I mean, uh, you see all of these articles about a dog saved my life because they smelled the tumor and kept licking the lady's arm and there was cancer there. So I'm. There's got to be some sort of truth to it that maybe this guy's just body chemistry <laughs> kills bugs. I don't. Yeah. So not that I want to buy a bottle of this guy's farts to scare away the well, bugs. Well, it says he's respectful of people around him and he'll only fart when there are mosquitoes <laughs> around. So his farts will get rid of malaria. Like, hold on, Jimmy. I'm going to cut one over here. I see a lot of mosquitoes. All I know is like next family barbecue. That's going to be my excuse. So you're like, stab. I'm like, I got to get the I'm gotta get killing the, mosqu- the mosquitoes. Yeah. You guys I'm don't killing- want to get bit up, do you? Oh, too funny. Yeah. Well, let's, we'll have to like have a fart contest to see like whose fart <laughs> kills the most mosquitoes. Oh, all right. So we've got it. Uh-oh. What's wrong? I just moved the cord a little bit. Oh. And the, yeah. So I don't got a, just a table full of We've got papers a table here. full of papers. All right. So we've got to pick a dumb criminal story. So oh. pick one. There's a couple of them here. There's like three, four, wow. five. Wow. Holy shit. Okay. I know. I, I sometimes they have a bumper crop of info and other times I'm like, mm, I don't have nothing. Well, because I just finished Breaking Bad, I thought this one was funny, and I feel like everyone knows about it, but it's worth revisiting. Okay, wait. Let me play my drops. Hold on. My call the popo, ho. <laughs> calling the police. I ain't scared no popo. Call the popo, call but the don't popo, call popo ho. on me with them. Call the popo, ho. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait, you have them? Yeah, you, you want one? You didn't give them to your son? I mean, it was in my mouth, and I spit it out. Yeah, Do you I'll want it? it? Okay, I'll dig it out. <laughs> It's in the car. Help me carry my stuff out and I'll give you one. Um, So I told you that I really was into Breaking Bad. I mean, not only was it like the best show ever, but like, let's start making meth. Yeah. So these two Arkansas chemistry professors. Or fart juice. That would be more legal. Um, So it's kind of like life imitating art. Uh, Henderson State University professors Terry David Bateman and Bradley Allen Rowland were arrested on charges of manufacturing methamphetamine and using drug paraphernalia. Um, it says that they had been on administrative leave three days earlier. Police investigated a report of a chemical odor in Uh-oh. the science center. 
Um, yeah. So <laughs> they were just, they were doing it at school. Yes. Oh my goodness! They're arrested and they they started making meth together. Don't they know they need to get like a long stay room at like one of those residences or an RV like. Yeah. <laughs> William White get a like, cheap camper on. man throw it up there in like Milton Wisconsin nobody will ever know yeah I thought that one was really funny because it was like in the midst of me being obsessed with the show yes was, like, well and I watched what was five that years old thing? El Rancho El Camino oh El Cam- oh the name of the car the yeah. El Camino yeah. yeah I thought it was pretty good I love Jesse so yeah. I liked it I've been watching a ton of just stuff one thing I had on my um five things list so if you're bored and you want to watch something else it's it's called Living With Yourself. Oh. And Paul Rudd is in it. Oh, someone was just telling me about it. I really liked it. It's like, like him as two different. So, I mean, I won't ruin it for you because it's in the first episode. But, like, he's miserable with his life and nothing's going his way and he sucks at work. And he's so cute. And there's a coworker that just seems to be, like, the shining star and everything's going his way. And the coworker's like, all right, I'll tell you my fucking secret. You want to know my secret? I'll tell you my secret. You go to this massage place and I forget Happy what it ending. was like $50,000. You bring this money and he's like, they do something to you that you're totally successful and everything you do when you walk out of there, you're like a new man. So he's like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to do this. And he takes all the money out of a joint account and goes and does it. Well, it turns out these fucking guys are cloning people. <laughs> so they make a clone and then they kill the original guy and, oh bury him and bury him in the dirt. Well, something got fucked up while Paul Rudd was under and he wakes up in the dirt. So here his clone is out there running around and being all cool and, you know, suave and, you know, living life. So it's not like that movie with Michael Keaton where the clones just get stupider and stupider. No, clone like these guys are pretty well matched. Okay. And um, so then they, re- they you know, end up realizing what happened and then they've got to figure out how are we going to do life here? There's two of us and with the job and the wife out. and yeah, it's a really good series. I have a series. lot of TV to watch. I didn't yeah. finish the new season of Mrs. Maisel. You know, I haven't watched that oh, yet. It's so, so good. and if you want to come to my house, you can. Well, you don't like goblins, but I'm telling you, Baby Yoda's so cute. That I'm good with the memes. The season is over of the Mandalorian. The, the memes of Baby Yoda. It was so good, though. Man, uh, yeah. I, when my nieces and my nephew came over, they were all like just glued to the TV. Please, mom, can we watch one more episode? Please, mom. And she's like, We gotta let the dog out. Yeah. So <laughs> they didn't get to stay. All right, so where's our booze news? Blame it on the booze. I think I'm going to drink tonight. Yeah? Why not? You I should take one of those mints. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be alone. What if I don't wake up? Blame it on the booze. Got you feeling loose. Blame it on the drum. Got you being a gun. Blame it on the partying tonight but it's good i guess for 2020 okay yes this is good to know get your pen and paper out folks. it's the 13 biggest myths about alcohol all right um so myth one mixing alcohol with energy drinks makes you drunker but that's not true it's not true okay because people drink those vcrs yeah the vodka cranberry red bull or just vodka yeah. a red bull I can't do red bull 
I, it smells so fruity. Or just like the Four loco when it was like super strong. It was like an energy drink. Oh, with, yeah. With well, liquor. just so you know, those were like my brother's favorite drinks. So. <laughs> energy drinks alter <laughs> the perception of how intoxicated we really are, but have no physiological effect on how those tequila shots affect us. Um, so myth beer before liquor never been sicker liquor before beer you're in the clear that's not true oh my god those are myths too we um, always use that in our family yeah. according to the alcohol consumer education group alco rehab the amount of <laughs> alcohol you drink and the time you drink it in matter more than the type of drinks you consume or how you mix them really yeah so huh. when you're doing it too fast or you're Drinking an entire bottle of whiskey by yourself like I have, oh you get my. sick. Oh, I got um, my grab bag gift at my cousin's. It's the 12 days of whiskey. Ooh. It's all the different flavors of Jim Beam. Yeah. Or is that bourbon? No, that's whiskey. Yeah, whiskey bourbon. All right. So I'll bring that over one day. <laughs> we got 12 <laughs> little bottles. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, there's like the honey one and mm -hmm. then this one and the apple one. They have like one a fireball. And, oh, yeah. 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 It's cute. It looks like a little house. That is really cute. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, myth, darker alcohols are always healthier. They may contain more antioxidants, but they can also contain more con congeners, congeners, hmm. toxic chemicals created during the fermentation process. Interesting. But yet, like Guinness is that dark beer and they say Guinness actually, what was it? It was helping people's vision or their hearing or something. Hearing loss, I mm. think it was. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, they don't always assume they're the healthier option. Older wine is better as a myth. Um, it depends on the type of wine. Some are meant to be consumed within one year and don't get any better after a time, while others are intended to be stored in a wine cellar for a few years. I would think if you got your hands on a super, super old bottle of wine that maybe wasn't stored properly, it would probably taste like kind of vinegary, no? Uh, like a little sour? I'm I mean, not a big wine person. I don't know much about it. As long it. as it's not opened, I think it, it holds it. Does it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I got some old bottles at home. I just, they're just there decoration well they're saying also the <laughs> antioxidant content might decrease as it ages uh, okay because you know that's why i drink wine is for, it's the for the anti yeah you got your yoni oil exactly. and your wine you got my vag oil and my <laughs> sex dust my liquor <laughs> my antioxidant oh, liquor too fun. and your ashwagandha <laughs> dark a myth is dark beer is higher in alcohol than light beer um, so while many light beers are lighter in hue, color isn't the sole indicator of a light bodied, lower calorie brew. Beer's color depends on the type of grain it was made from. Oh, that's true. You know, my son is and allergic to. And I do to... think though, like a dark beer seems stronger. Well, which is I think wrong, if you just look at the alcohol content on it, I think oh, those yeah, craft beers, a lot of Some IPAs darker... will really get you. Yeah. Because I, I mean... love me like a double IPA. <sighs> Damn, girl, you're going to get titties. Oh, wait, you already have them. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, maybe I should stop. Well, no, the, uh, and it's funny because that's always like a fun little topic to bring up, except for some guys get a little butt hurt. But IPAs are made with phytoestrogens. And so if a, all a guy does is get home from work and drink like three IPAs get every some day, he's going to get titties eventually. So, guys, if you're working on movies right now and you're like, how did I get these? Pick something other than IPA. Those moobs. <laughs> um, Although I, I wouldn't mind squeezing some moobs on a guy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, me either. Um, 
So this, I don't know who the fuck thought this was real, but it's a myth. (laughs) Beer is a good workout recovery drink. Um, So if you've ever had the, um, oh my God, the grapefruit beer. You know what I'm talking about? The Stiegel Radler. Oh, yeah. So that did originate in Austria. And it's a very low alcohol content, like 2% or 3%. And if you get the original, like, good stuff, not made in America, but made in Europe, um, it is all fruit juice with some alcohol added to it. Here, it's high fructose corn syrup giving you the fruity, but they made that Rattler just for people, like, to recover after running or biking or whatever. But I don't think beer in general. Get some water or some Gatorade (laughs) or something. I don't think you want no beer but that i would never the rattlers are like again if it's the european like you can get the european ones in canada and it's fruit juice and it's a low alcohol content and i guess if you're a beer drinker it tastes like grapefruit juice it's not really beery tasting yeah i don't like that sweet and because it's such a low alcohol content if you like the taste of it and you want to boost it like throw a shot of gin in it and okay yeah Listen to the non-drinker here telling you what to do. This is another myth, though, that I don't know who thought this. Because anytime I puke, it's the worst hangover. But people think that puking helps you sober up and it prevents a hangover. Um, So it really doesn't do much of a difference. If you're at the puking point, there's likely already too much alcohol in your body system to escape. Well, I was going to say, if you're puking. I always feel way worse. Yeah. If you're puking, you're getting rid of what's in your tummy along with all of your water, like your fluids. Right. And like the The alcohol in your blood already. Yeah. 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 Um, A myth is taking Tylenol or Advil before heavy drinking can reduce hangover effects. Uh, Taking those medications before the pain sets in won't help. For one thing, the meds power will wear off before Mm -hmm. your headache sets in. Um, Also, it can be dangerous to take acetaminophen while having even just a few drinks. Yeah. I don't think people that people know that Tylenol taking too much is dangerous, but taking too much Tylenol can actually put you into liver failure. Yeah. 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 And then you're drinking your liver's already taxed by the alcohol and then you take uh, Tylenol. Best uh, idea. Wait until your headache hits the next day. Take Advil and with a big gulp of Pedialyte. I'm telling you Pedialyte and Gatorade are the best. Pedialyte. We got to find some of that Baraka so you can test that out to see if you Pedialyte packets though. Mm -hmm. I brought those to Mexico and it was perfect. Oh yeah. They give those out at Riot Fest when you're there. So they have a Pedialyte filling station at Riot mm -hmm. Fest. Yeah. 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 Um, A myth. See, I don't know about this one. I still believe that this helps me. Eating before bed will reduce a hangover. Comforting as they are, those slices will do very little to sober you up or reduce the severity of your impending hangover. Have toast or something. By the time that pizza hits the stomach, the alcohol you've consumed has already been absorbed into your system. In fact, both alcohol and greasy food can contribute to acid reflux. Oh, man. No, I'm Friday night. I got very, very drunk and I ordered <laughs> pizza and I ate it and I was not that hungover on Saturday. No, you were happy. I mean, well. I felt a little bad, but not like. They say for hangovers, though, you need like grease. Like you need like a greasy yeah. hamburger and you need fries, carbs, yeah, I had pizza, caffeine. greasy. Yeah. It was perfect. Pizza sounds good. Uh, light beer is healthier as a myth. Um, for one thing, people may end up drinking more to compensate for the lower alcohol levels, ultimately consuming more calories than they would if they would stick with full yeah, strength. Like, what is that one that's like 65 calories and you see people like, oh, yeah, we're cool. Oh, we're Michelob. dieting and we're going to drink yeah. the diet beer. Like you just look like a puto. Yeah. Okay. 
Alcohol <laughs> does not kill brain cells. It doesn't? It may impair your thinking, but alcohol doesn't permanently destroy ba- brain cells. Huh. But drugs do. This is your brain on drugs. We're talking about alcohol right now. <laughs> and I tomorrow we're going to get legal drugs, so let's not. I really, I, But didn't they always tell you that drinking kills brain cells? Or this was is a it myth. just drugs? Huh. That's interesting. It does damage dendrites, which are the little feelers on neurons that convey electrical messages from your brain to your body. Oh. But it doesn't destroy brain cells. Huh. Just destroys part of your brain. Coffee in a cold shower will sober you up is a myth. Oh, sure. The human liver can process about one standard drink every hour. That's 1.5 ounces of hard liquor. What? Every hour? <laughs> Five ounces of wine or 12 ounces of beer. Coffee or a dunk in cold water might make, make you wake up a little, but it won't speed up the process of eliminating the bad stuff. Huh. Time is the only cure. There you go. Time, Last but not time, least, time. eating a big meal before drinking will help keep you sober. So this works for me just because I'm full yeah. and I don't drink as much because yeah. I just ate so much. Right, right. Um, but it says the body begins absorbing alcohol through the stomach lining and small intestines. So if your tummy is full of food, it will take longer for the buzz to literally sink in. This may delay your feeling drunk, but it won't stop it completely. Huh. Well, that's good to know. But drinking on an empty stomach is never a good idea. No, I would just, it would make me sick, I would think. On an empty Ugh. stomach? Yeah. Ooh, I just, I, yeah, I've been very sick I when I've done that. I the microphone too. on an accident. Sorry. <laughs> Oral sex with the microphone. That's yours now. Mark that one. <laughs> but the, you're going to eat a mint I had in my mouth. What are you complaining about? <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we were happy that we were able to sneak in a yeah. new year show for you guys. Since we were off today. Yeah, why this not? Week. We're yeah. In the, I don't, honestly, I, I like doing the show. It's fun. I don't look at it as... It like, wasn't like a job. No. And it got me out of the house. Believe me, I was like in bed at 10 o'clock and I had a friend email me. Are you still in bed? Yes. Leave me alone. Oh, I wish. This dog wakes me up at like 5.45 that, every morning. So that I've always had like pets clockwork. my whole life. I've had lizards and birds. By by the way, if anybody wants a parakeet out there, give us a call or email us. Don't email me. Email that one. <laughs> I hate birds. So I have a friend that her mom passed and she's looking for a home for, oh. the, for her, the parakeet. Maybe Walnuts wants another bird. Oh, yeah. And it comes with a big cage and everything. Hmm. It's it's yeah. So if anybody wants a bird, let me know. Uh, but, you know, that's a big reason why I haven't gotten another pet because it's a lot I, of work yeah i like sleeping in when i dog sit ain't nobody else getting their asses out of bed it's me at 4 a.m clunking down the road trying to follow the dog and wait for it to shit yep yeah so mm-hmm. my old house was good i had a huge yard i could just, just let them out but yeah. this i'm on water i gotta keep them on a leash yeah, yeah yeah so i don't envy you i'll be sleeping in tomorrow too <laughs> All right. Well, if we don't see you next Tuesday, we definitely will have a music show up yes. and ready so for you. So we will you. kind of see you. Yeah. So we can still end it that way if you so want. All right. We will, we will see, see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Happy 2020. <laughs>